Welcome to another episode of the Soul Circle Podcast. I am your host, Jennifer Beltoff, and I am so happy to be here with you today. This podcast is all about sharing stories from the heart so that you know, recognize, and really, truly, deeply realize you're not alone. We are in this together, which is why I have an incredible community space off of social media. It is a gathering place of sorts where you can arrive exactly as you are and be seen and heard. And I would love to spend time with you over there. It has been wonderful getting to know each and every one who is there. So please come along. You can find the link below in the show notes or also on my website, jenniferbeltoff.com. Now let's jump in to this week's episode, shall we? Because I'm really excited for this week because I want to share something with you that has become a passion of mine. And I don't even know when I started using them or how I first got introduced to them, but oracle cards and tarot cards really have found their way into my life. And I use them so often. They have become a really beautiful self-care tool to help me find my way every single day on this crazy journey of life that we're on. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit today about how I use them, how you might be able to integrate them into your world. And also at the end, pull a card for us so that we do have an intention and something to focus on as we leave the space together. But first, let's dive in to Oracle and Tarot and what is the difference? Because, and let me tell you, first of all, I had gone to Barnes and Noble recently and I was so surprised to see how many different decks they had on their shelves. Previously, I don't even ever remember seeing any. And so it was really spectacular to have all these different options and choices. And so there are two different types. There is the tarot and then there is the oracle and there is a difference. And you might look at them and say like, oh, well, they both, you know, are cards. They both have pictures. They both come with a little book. Really? Can they be different? But they are. And so when it comes to tarot, it is a deck that has a specific number of cards. So you will always find them with 78 cards. And within those cards, they go through what they call the major and minor arcana, where it explores the fool's journey to kind of coming to understand the way of the world. And it's 78 cards that you will see different tarot cards might have different kind of art on them, but it's the same cards. So it will be. So it will be the wands, the swords, pentacles, and cups. And you will, you will see that in all of those decks. And Oracle's a little bit different because those are more about tapping into your subconscious mind. And you can find Oracle cards on pretty much whatever you're interested on, interested in. There are Oracle cards for the moon, for energies, angels goddesses, unicorns, probably there, there's everything. And it's really an incredible space because you can find what you are 
attracted to and what really speaks to you. And you can do that based upon the art on the card or also the wording that comes inside of the book that really helps guide you into the meaning and the knowing of the cards. And some of them might just have art on them with a word. Some might even have a little bit of explanation on the actual card. Others, you might have to go really deep into the book to see what the explanation is for that particular card. But you don't even have to use the book. You can really do it through your own intuition and what you feel when you're looking at that imagery. What is it that is coming up for you? How does it feel to to be looking at that and what is it stirring inside of you? And you can use tarot and oracle together. They're very complimentary. You don't have to, you know, it's, but if you wanted to, you could do that. And in using the cards, I really like to see it as sort of a choose your own adventure. Did you ever have those books when you were a kid? I remember reading them and you would get to a certain page and then you decided, like, is the character going to do this or are they going to do that? If they're going to do this, turn to this page and keep reading. If not, if they're going to do the other thing, turn to this page and keep reading. And it was so much fun because like you felt like you were really in charge of what was going to happen to that character. And it just brought a whole different dimension to reading. And that is kind of what the Oracle cards are, where you can kind of choose how you're going to use them. And it doesn't have to be the same way every single time. For me, the main way that I have used my decks is by pulling one card a day. And I do have multiple decks, so maybe I am pulling three cards from three different decks. But sometimes it might just be one. And when I'm looking to pull that card, I will usually ask a question. And that question may be, what do I need to hear? For this particular day, really, what do I need to hear? Or it might be, what do I need to tap into? What have I kind of been lying dormant that I need to pay more attention to? And there's no right or wrong question to ask. It's really whatever is brewing inside of your heart. And so I'll shuffle the deck what, as many times as feels right to me. Like there's no set number of times that I have shuffled. I just keep shuffling until I, you know, I've asked my question. I feel ready. And I'll spread them out in my hand and just pick from anywhere. Kind of feeling a little bit of energy. Like what, what's the card I need? Which is the right one for me today? And then I pull it. And that's it. That's the answer to my question right there. And it's interesting because so many times it's what I already know, right? In my heart, but I'm not ready to, to recognize. And it will sometimes knock me, you know, down a little bit to be like, hey, you do have to pay attention to this. You know, this is no joke. <laughs> really, really, truly start to pay attention. And so that's really a really great, fun way to do it. And I like to draw them in the morning because it sets the tone for me for the day. I will come into my altar 
light a couple of candles, turn on my twinkle lights, and just take that moment to pause and to breathe before I am stepping into the craziness of the world. It's really a time where I'm not affected yet by what's happened during the day, right? Like nothing has happened yet. So I don't have any preconceived notions of like, oh, this is going to be an awful day or I have to really do this and this. It's like, you know what? I'm just taking this moment right here. And I'm going to ask my question. And I love to take whatever card that I have drawn and actually display it on my altar as well. And so it's there for the entire day for me to, to look at and see, to be reminded of. And really, I think that's what the cards are about, a reminder of what you might need to hear, what you might be looking for. And another way that you can use them is really by, you know, maybe you're working on something big. Maybe you have this big creative project or there's something that you're doing at work and you're not really sure where to go with it. You're not really sure, you know, what are the, what are the next steps? And you want insights into like, how do I proceed forward with this? You can absolutely turn to the cards and ask that question. They are right there for you, like ready to, to answer. And you might not want to pull just one card. Maybe you want to hear more of a story of what's going on or what you need to do. And you can do cards like spreads with multiple cards that can really help you kind of unearth, you know, what's, what's going on? What do I need? What is my, my next step? And there are a couple of different spreads that you can do. And one is even looking at like the path that you're on and what's that obstacle in front of you. So I do this a lot really to help me like through a situation and finding that solution. And so the first card that I draw is like, what's that obstacle? What is holding me back from doing exactly what it is I want to do? And then the second card is the path in front of me. Like, what is the path that I need to take? If I can overcome this obstacle that I now can see clearly is like, what is kind of really pushing me back? This is what the path is going to look like. And it's a great reading to do only two cards. And again, with Oracle, with Tarot, it doesn't take a lot of time. You can use as much time as you want to dive in and explore. Another reading you can do is like three cards where you look at the past, you look at the present, and you look at the future. And you really see, who, who was I? in the past, right? Like what was going on then? And now where I am today, who who am I today? What's happening here in this moment today? And who am I going to be? When I am stepping into the future, who will I be and what will that, that look like? And one thing to remember is sometimes you might draw cards and you're like, oh, yikes, (laughs) like this is not what I wanted. But don't immediately push it away. Allow yourself some time to sit with it, to pull out the book, to read what it says and see how it does resonate with you in ways. And sometimes it's going to be like holding up that mirror that you really don't want to look in because you've been trying to avoid this for a long time, right? Like there are certain things you're going to be like, ooh, it's telling me this, but I, I don't want to hear it, you know? 
like when a good friend is like, I see you, I see what you're doing and it's not good for you. You need to stop. And there's times you, you don't want to hear that. You know, it's not good for you, but you still want to continue and do it anyway, right? Like sometimes that's just where we are in our life. So don't immediately push something away if it doesn't feel like, oh, that's what I wanted, you know, because sometimes you're almost wanting something to specific to come out, right? And you need to let go of that. You need to let go of it telling you what you think you need to hear or what you want to hear, I should say, telling you what you really want to hear, because it's not going to do that. It's going to tell you what you do need to hear. And another way that you can really use it is just asking any kind of question that you are looking for deeper insight on, you know, and it, again, there's like no wrong or right question. Whatever you kind of been struggling with a bit, what's gnawing at your heart, ask that. And see what the cards have to say. When I was living, gosh, no, two apartments ago, I don't know, in, when I was living in another space from here, I had my tiny altar on the floor. And every morning I would go there, you know, sitting in front of the closet door where my little altar was. It was the only space I could find to have it nestled next to the couch. I would light my candle, pull out my cards. And I knew deep inside, like a shift had to happen in my life, a shift that I knew had to happen, but I was not ready to take the steps and claim and do because it was hard. It meant stepping away from something, saying goodbye to something. And I didn't want to do it. I knew I had to, right? Have, like, have you ever felt that where like you feel deep in your gut? You're like, oh, I got to do this, but I don't want to. And that was exactly where I was, like feeling it deep, deep, deep. But not, not wanting to recognize that, yeah, I do need to do it. And day after day after day, the cards just kept reminding me, like, this is what you need to do. And like, it was almost like they were relentless. They're like, you need to hear this. And not only do you need to hear this, but you need to take the action steps and do it. And eventually, of course, it took a while. I did take those steps, but it was hard and it was difficult. But it was exactly what I needed. It did open up a whole new world and these doors that I didn't know were there. And so really, just be considerate of what does come up and know that it might push you up to your edges sometimes. And you'll be like, "Ooh." But allow it to sit with you. Allow yourself to hear what it's saying. And it was, it was hard for me in that time to really hear what it was saying. Because every time I would like turn over the card, I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to do it, but I know. <laughs> right? But it's fun. Like you can do a lot of fun things with them too. And you can really use them in such a creative way that helps you ignite your creative process. Sometimes when I'm stuck, even on like, what do I write in my notebook? You know, I want to pull out my journal, but I don't really know what to write about today. I'll pull a card and in that card will be a prompt. Or I will, you know, see the card and like it sparks something. And then I have something there to write about. And so they can be really, really fun when you might just be feeling stuck and unsure and, you know, 
kind of in like a little lull or a little funk. It can really ignite something inside of you. And for me, they're really like a guidepost in my life. And every time that I draw a card, I do journal about it in my notebook because it just helps me process it more. So I'll pull the card, I'll read about it, and then I write down, you know, a little bit of the meaning and then how that meaning is for me. One of my friends mentioned that they like to write down what they has come up for them first before they actually look at the meaning on the card. So they'll just really examine the card, see how they're feeling, write about that, and then turn to the book. To me, that feels so intimidating. I want to know first, ooh, sorry. I want to know first, like, what it's about. <laughs> and then I can dig into, like, oh, this is what's inside for me. But love the way that she approaches it, you know, such a fun, different way to do it. Another thing that I do with my Oracle cards is I will pull a yearly spread. And I have been doing this now maybe three, four years. I have lost track of time. But at the beginning of the year, I will sit with my deck. I'll just take time to be just very mindful of, you know, what's, what's going to happen this year? What's going to unfold? What do I want? To happen. Taking a moment to check in with myself and feel it all out. And then I will put one card in the center. So that will be my like yearly guide. You know, that's what's guiding me for the whole year. And then pull up one single card for every month. And I just put them in a circle around almost like a clock, you know, going from January all the way to December. And then I take the time to flip the card over, see what it is. What is January all about? I jot down, you know, what it is in my notebook, move on to February, March, April, and go all the way around. And it's great to do that and see like, okay, this is the full picture of the year. But then each month, in the very beginning of the month, I'll go back to that card that is the card for that month, pull out the book again. And see, okay, this is almost my theme for the month. This is really what I need to, to focus on, what I need to hear, what I need to pay attention to. And I'll take a moment just in the beginning of the month to acknowledge that, to write about it, to allow myself to, to see what's coming up. And just, it's insight, you know, a little bit of insight into what, what might be ahead and how can you prepare yourself for what's coming. And it's a really fun, fun thing to do. And I have a, a few different decks, you know, and I've acquired them over the years. Some I have been drawn to because I saw other people using them and I just love the messaging that was on them. Others have been gifts or I have seen the art and been like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And so I do have one tarot deck. And it is by Kim Kranz, and she is the author of The Wild Unknown. And so she has her tarot deck, and then she also has an animal spirit guidebook, which is super cool. And that is like an oracle deck, because there's just every single card is a different animal. And each of those animals, you know, has a different significance, has a different meaning. And so it's fun to pull an animal and kind of see like, oh, you know, 
What do I need to hear today? What, what's going on? What do I need to pay attention to? And so that's a really fun deck that I have used often. And her de- two decks were probably the first that I had got, I think, if I remember back now. And then I also have an angel deck, a goddess guidance one. The most recent one that I have been using a lot is the Oracle of the Seven Energies. That has become my new favorite. That one, along with one that I was gifted when I was going through a very difficult time, and it is called Mother Mary Oracle. And maybe it's just because it has a name Mother in it, but every time I pull a card from there, I imagine as if my mom is speaking directly to me. And I always ask, Mom, what do I need to hear today? What do you need to tell me? And I love having that connection with my mom through the cards because it's just another avenue to connect with her. And I really feel like what I pull is really her telling me, like, this is, this is what you need. This is what you need to hear. This is what you need to pay attention to. And it's a, a fun, it's a beautiful, it's a heartwarming way of using the decks. And it just goes to show you like there's no right or wrong way to explore them. You can really use them any way that you want. Even when it comes to like choosing the card. As I said, I'll shuffle a bunch of times and kind of fan them out of my hand and pull one. But maybe you want to shuffle them a bunch of times and just pull what's on the top, pull what's on the bottom, split the deck and pull what's in the middle. Do whatever feels right for you. It doesn't have to be, you know, this is the mandatory way to do it. And with all these different decks that I have, you can take them all and pull cards from each of them. And a lot of times I have found that when I do that, it's a lot of the same things they're telling me. And I'm like, oh, I guess I do really need <laughs> to know and hear this. So allow yourself the opportunity just to play with them, you know, to see what feels right for you, to ask the questions that feel, you know, like are the questions you need to be asking. And just go for it, you know, again, no right or wrong way. Do it however it feels good and fun and wonderful for you. And so I do want to pull a card for us today just to see what do we need as a community? What do we really need to hear? And so I'm going to shuffle my cards and I am going to use the Oracle of the Seven Energies. And I will um, try my best to link all the cards that I have below in the show notes so that you can take a look at them and explore them. There's some I love better than others. There's some that I kind of like get into a rhythm and routine with and like use for a really long time. And then I shift into a whole other deck. Sometimes I'll use maybe three particular decks at a time. Right now I have been using the Oracles of the Seven Energies, the Mother Mary Oracle, and then also the Animal Spirit Guides. Those have been my three go-tos in the moment. But a lot of times in classes, I have pulled the angel cards, you know, really whatever I'm feeling in that moment. So just take a moment to just check in with yourself, to take a deep breath and to know that what comes up, it might not all make sense to you. It might just be a little piece that you take away. It doesn't have to be everything. 
It can be one small sliver. So as a community, what do we need to hear? And the card that comes up, ooh, it's the power of purpose. Let's see what this is all about. So far, it just sounds really incredible, right? And exciting. So the power of purpose. Seeing your unique place in the world, a clear sense of authentic purpose, healthy self-esteem, letting go of conditioning, celebrating your uniqueness, you being you. Oh, so far, it sounds amazing. And it says there comes a time when you realize that you are destined for something that is yours and yours alone. The catalyst might be an experience with a special person, a path you choose, or something you feel called to do. You'll discover it not necessarily what you thought it would be. It has nothing to do with what everyone else wants or seems to want. An uncanny conviction takes hold from somewhere deep and true. You feel a sense of power arising from a true sense of self, accompanied by a need for action, a commitment to explore something, or a purposeful choice. Right now, you're invited to step into a new empowered sense of authentic purpose, bolstered by a healthy dose of self-esteem. You're called to release your old conditioning. There's no need to be self-conscious or act a certain way to please others, which can sometimes take you in a direction you don't want to go anyway. The discipline and will to evolve are yours by nature. This process doesn't have to be a struggle. You cannot fail if you immerse yourself fully in what is in front of you now. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. You never have to seek your purpose or wonder what it is. Just keep removing the blocks to your essential self and your purpose will find you. It's that easy. What a wonderful thing to know. What a beautiful card. Really about you leaning into you and knowing that when you are true to yourself, everything else falls into place, right? When you just take that moment to recognize that you don't need to be someone else, you don't need to act like someone else or do something that you don't really want to be doing. All you need to do is tune into your own heart, tune into what it is that truly lights you up, brings you joy, fuels you. And then from there, the roadblocks are removed. Your purpose finds you. It's that easy, right? Oh, I think that is a beautiful card for our community and something for every single one of us to keep in mind and to remember all you need to do is unearth you. Find yourself. Stand true in you. And so, of course, you know I am going to give you a prompt. And for this, I want you to take time in your journal and really explore yourself. What is it within you that makes you special? What is it within you that is unique? When you look at your authentic, real, true, honest self, not the one that you portray to other people, but the one when you're just alone in your room, what do you look like? What do you sound like? How do you feel? What are you doing? 
And two are the people that you can surround yourself with and still be able to be that real, true, authentic self. And so just take some time and really explore. Explore how powerful you are. Explore how there is no need for you to be self-conscious. But to just stand true in who you are and write down on the page, really, truly, who are you? And it's interesting that we did sort of do this last week, right? But this is the universe's way of saying, you know what? Maybe you kind of only scratched the surface last week, right? You only touched on it. Now go deeper. Really dig in truly to who you are. And this time, don't hold back. Don't hold back at all. Oh, I invite you after you kind of explore on the page who you are to come on over into the Soul Circle community and share. Allow yourself to be seen and heard and known for who you are as you are. Because you are so lovable and we just want to love on you. That's it. That's all we want to do. So please pop on over. And I will be back next week with another episode. And until then, I just wish you a wonderful week ahead. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone. If you have any thoughts or ideas of anything that you want me to, to talk about, please let me know. I just love showing up here week after week for you and being here together. And I just want to make it a place that you really, truly want to come to and that provides value and inspiration for you. So let me know, you know, the best way that I can serve you. Sending you a giant hug from New Jersey, and we will talk soon. Mm-hmm.